2: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just how big of a leap will Tyler Smith make in year two? All that more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Uh, daily Dallas Cowboys uh, podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, today we are talking about the Cowboys' offensive tackle depth chart, kind of heading into the summer, getting you ready for training camp. I want to start with this because we're going to talk about Tyron Smith and Terrence Steele, and where we yeah. expect those guys to play and what they what they have left. Let's start with Tyler Smith. My question for you is. How big of a leap do you expect Tyler Smith to make in year two?
0: Yeah pretty big you know I, I think again uh, not to beat a, a drum over and over again but we we talk about the the leap that a lot of these players get once they get a little bit of playing time get a chance to kind of evaluate themselves and then see and get a feel for what it's like to play in the NFL and what's required to play at that mm-hmm. level right uh, I think you know this is the guy that that is uh, probably the most. Exposed as far as uh, you know, first year on the field and, and getting the opportunity to be on the field uh, in this in this group, right? I mean, they, he uh, was obviously penciled in as a starter in one position all the way through training camp, and then uh, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of got wrote in pen in, into another position as the season started, uh, and, and and ended up playing a, a large number of snaps at tackle when he was kind of projected to be the starting guard. But I, I think no matter what whether he plays guard to start out or plays a bunch of tackle this year, the experience of getting the opportunity just to see the speed of the game, uh, to understand kind of how defenses are playing you, um, those are all things that he's going to take into his his next year. And then on top of that, you know, the opportunity to uh, go into the offseason and work full-time on your craft and not right. have to kind of worry about the the training that goes into going uh, going into the combine, that sort of thing. going all the to go traveling, work- right? Like all yeah.
2: the traveling to the different – you know, facilities and meeting with the different teams. You just don't have to worry about that anymore.
0: Yeah. And, you know, getting a chance to go work with probably with someone like Duke and that, and that sort of thing. So to really just kind of up, upgrade his levels. Uh, I, I just think that it, he has uh, such a bright future. He's so young. He's so physically talented. Yeah. Uh, I, I think getting the kind of mental reps and learning the game uh, the way you do through experience is going to really kind of help propel his uh, skill set Another level this year. I, I
2: and I was actually mentioning to you this pre-show, but I think at this point it would be a major upset if Tyler Smith wasn't dramatically better. Like if he was only as good as he was last year or even just slightly better, I kind of think we would all be disappointed, right? Like I kind of think we're all factoring in, hey, he's going to make a major leap either at left tackle or left guard and be, I don't want to say a Pro Bowl caliber player, but an above
0: average starter. I think that's the expectation among Cowboy fans. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's what the hope is. I mean, he, he has, like we said, he has physical skills that, that make you think that he can certainly get there once, you know, his kind of uh, consistency, his mental the part of his game has kind of caught up with the physical part of his game. So I, I, you know, I don't see why you know a Pro Bowl isn't kind of in striking range for a guy like uh, Tyler Smith, or well, at least be certainly... of that caliber, right? There's yeah. a lot of good offensive tackles in the NFC, sure. but
2: like being mentioned in the same breath yeah. as guys like Andrew Thomas and Christian Darrisaw and Brian O'Neill, like you know the names.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, we all know what the Pro Bowl is, right? It's name recognition. It's and usually you don't get in until the year after you actually have a good year. But I think, I think playing at the level that kind of gets you in the mentions of that, I think that's something that's certainly within the striking range of where Tyler is at this point in his career.
2: Now, I will say, and we've talked about this a lot, but progression isn't linear. Like I think the Madden video games have made everybody believe (laughs) that every single young player you draft is automatically going to get better and better every year. That just doesn't happen in the NFL. We know that having said that offensive tackle is one of the positions that you can point to and say, man, look, year one traditionally is pretty rough, but by year two, you see guys make major leaps. I think the best recent example of that was Andrew Thomas for the giants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Horrendous as a rookie, but by year two was a really solid player. And by year three was one of the best left tackles in the league. Uh, I'm looking at some some data from PFF, and listen, I understand pro football focus grades are not the end-all, be-all. Listen, I'm an employee of them, and I get that, right? <laughs> but there's been 10 offensive tra- tackles drafted in 2021 and 2022, and of those 10 offensive tackles, nine were significantly better according to their PFF grade in year two. The only one that wasn't was Makai Becton for some other reasons, but we saw Suel get a lot better. We saw... You know, Jedrick Wills get better. We saw Tristan Warfs go from a Pro Bowl player as a rookie to an All Pro player in year two. Like, this is just kind of what happens with young offensive tackles.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, say what you want about PFF. I think this is the kind of thing that that it, you, you can really get some good n- numbers on because you're talking about mass trends and and, and yes. you're kind of sifting through a lot of data. Uh, and, and then, and I think it, it also matches what our eyes see. I mean, we we've seen a couple of these. Uh, first round offensive tackles get into the league and and hold on with dear life their first season, and then all be all but assured that these guys are are your know, bus or just not as yeah. good as everyone expected th- to be, and then they come back year two and they play at the level that we kind of all anticipated uh, uh, them playing once they got into the NFL. So yeah. I just think you yeah, know everyone's journey is different, every position is different, uh, and and you're completely right that that progression is not linear but this does seem to be one position that yep. you know you're gonna struggle you're gonna take your lumps up front because you're you're just you're just facing a different type of athlete than what you faced in college i mean these guys are just the the freaks of the freaks that, that are you're playing out on the edge against for well, well, the most it, part so and it, it, it's not like it would be anything
2: that's totally new for us like I, we saw down the stretch yeah. last year yeah. from week 12 to week 18. Kyler Smith was the third highest graded offensive tackle in the league behind Lane Johnson and, I believe, Laramie Tunsil. Like There was a stretch at the end of the year where he was playing his best football, and he was playing yeah. as good as any other tackle in the league. So for him to make a big year to leap, all he has to do is kind of continue that consistent that trend. play that we saw down the, down the stretch.
0: Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's a continuing trend, right? Like we saw, we saw, and and again, like I think what we are describing is what we saw kind of manifest with Tyler Smith. I mean, it was tough up front. And and I mean, as it should be like, do yeah. we need to, I mean, we don't want to spend this whole show on Tyler Smith, but again, this is a guy who spent all of training camp, switching positions from his natural position in college to facilitate the Cowboys. Yeah. Tyler Smith gets injured right before the season starts. They flop him right back out of there. And he, yeah. Does he take his lumps the first few weeks? Absolutely. But like you mentioned, he ends up even with, despite not having a full training camp at the position, he ends up somewhere in the top five graded uh, offensive tackles in, in NFL, according to PFF. So, you know, I, I, again, is that the end-all, be-all? No, no, but no, I think no. it certainly can tell you that he's playing at at least a very high level at certain points near the end of the year, and it certainly he has uh, points to too. A, yeah. point, a, good, a good progression to where he would be going next year.
2: All right, we're going to talk about Tyron Smith in our next segment, but if you had to bet right now... Uh, and I, I wish FanDuel had these options. So, these, you know, this, this, the lineup, but how many snaps do you think he plays at offensive tackle this year? You can do it by percentage if you'd like to.
0: At, at tackle versus guard. So, yes. let's, 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 uh, let's go ahead and assume that he starts at guard, right? That that's the, yes. where they're I heading think that's, I think that's fair. Right. So, I would say he plays 40% of the snaps at tackle. I would go higher. I, I think that's fair. I, I'm, I I'm think that's optimistic. a good number. I think that's a good number. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm hoping Tyron doesn't I, get hurt. I'm hoping it's soon, I'm yeah. hoping it's fewer than that. But at the same
2: time, it's not the worst thing in the world if Tyler Smith has to play a bunch of snaps at left tackle, right? Like that's no. your left tackle of the no. future. It's not. I mean, again, getting him as many snaps as possible. Not a not a terrible thing. Uh, Landon, let's talk about the Cowboys. Maybe future left tackle, or I guess current left tackle, Tyron Smith, next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing, and there is no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to fanduel.com slash on to join today. You can bet on all Major League Baseball stuff. We've also got NFL futures. We've got golf uh, bets that are up there right now. There's UFC. There's boxing. Anything you can imagine, Fanduel has the lines. So don't miss uh, out on your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join Fanduel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. Fanduel,
1: the official partner of Major League Baseball. Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: All right. We are back talking about the Dallas Cowboys offensive tackles heading into the 2023 season. Landon, let's talk about Tyron Smith, who the Cowboys reworked a deal within this offseason, which is basically a very incentive-laden deal for Tyron, which is the more he plays, the more money he makes. Basically, it's like a million dollars for every game that he's active. What do you think Tyron has left at this point in his career?
0: I, I think it's it's really hard to know, honestly. I, I think, you know, based everything that we've seen on, on Tyron, you know, is based on him playing right tackle last year, which, I, I mean, I think he did more than fine at certain points, but it also was – you know, again, not the position or even the side of the field that he was training all of off season to kind of play, and, and and the decision to move him over to right tackle was, you know, last minute. I would say, as far as you know, the kind of the. I mean, they almost didn't have any options, season. right? Yeah, um, so I, I think it's 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 tough to know exactly what he has in place because we don't we didn't see him play a ton of left tackle last year. Uh, Actually, we didn't see him play any left. Um, Not a single snap. Uh, So uh, I think you know, you know, we we've seen him play left tackle before. I've obviously seen him, watched him play for more than a decade at the position. Um, I think you know, but like I said, him playing all on the right side last year, coming off of an injury, uh, and just another year of wear and tear on the body, it's just tough to know exactly what you're still getting uh, out of him as a left tackle. I I would say that it, it feels pretty obvious to me that he would still be playing at a at a uh at a level that if he were healthy i, I have a hard time believing that anything other than him being the left tackle and tyrants tyler being the left guard would be you know the would be the the best combination well, right see, like I, I, think, don't, I don't i don't I don't think that's in question for
2: me. i agree i think that's their best combination i think one of the things that I've seen, at least on Twitter or on Cowboy forums, is that I think people believe that Tyron's skills have diminished more than what we want to admit. Do you agree with that? Because I think I think there are people out there that right now that think that Tyler Smith could be a better left tackle in 2023 than Tyron Smith, just assuming both are healthy.
0: I think that could be true uh, eventually. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily true today. Uh, I think it could be true, you know, by the, some point during the season. Um, but I also think that that's—I mean, Tyler, Tyler Smith is a young, talented tackle in this league, and he's ascending. You know, so I, I don't know that that's necessarily a, a slight. Against no, no, Tyron no, not Smith, at all. But I, you know, but I think so, there are people last year or even last year that thought that
2: Tyron Smith at tackle is just he's a very declining player who you're maybe you're getting an average tackle anymore. I, I disagree with that. I, I really like what I saw from him in the playoff game. I thought he was really good against the 49ers.
0: I, I think that, you know, look, he – again, there's a lot of context here, guys. I mean, he, he came – coming off an injury, playing a position he hadn't played in over a decade on a completely different side. We've we've gone into great detail to describe how difficult it is to kind of switch back and forth mm-hmm. on the offensive line, and, and, and he did that. And, and did he th- struggle a little bit? I don't think anyone – let's put it this way. I don't think anyone would deny that Tyron Smith's best football was being played, you know, the first few weeks he came back and played on the right side. Like, I I, I think if you're if you're oh, basing, yeah, it took him a few weeks to get. there. Yeah. Right. And I, I even think that by the end of the year, he was uh, in, in the playoff game. You know, like he struggled at times with Joey Bosa, but Nick Bosa, but it's Nick Bosa, you know, it's right. like it's go it's watch the
2: watch the Tampa Bay game, the, the playoff game. Yeah, was unbelievable in yeah. the Tampa Bay game.
0: So I, I, I think that there's, I, I look, I think that there's a point to be made there. I think that there is a, 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 an idea that that he could have declined a bit, uh, you know, in, in relative to where he was uh, two, three years ago. But I also think that it's it's probably being overblown to a large degree because of the context of all the things we just mentioned. And I still think that if he's healthy he's probably playing at a, at a high enough level that there's just no doubt that you would want him as you're starting. Left and tackle.
2: that's the thing for me. Like if, if Tyler Tyron Smith is healthy, I want him playing left tackle. Yeah. Like then I'll figure everything else out from there because I know when he's playing, there's just not that many people on earth that have, have his combination of size, strength and athleticism, even at what is he? 33 years old. Now I still want him playing left tackle just because of that. So I, I'm not worried about it. I still think he's gonna. It can be. It wouldn't shock me at all if he had a Pro Bowl caliber season at left tackle every single game that he played this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, if he's healthy and and, and he goes through a good a good routine to the training through training camp and and he can you know ramp up to where we know he can be, it's about maintaining that level. It's never been about the. I mean, at least it hasn't been up until now when he's been asked to do all these different things that he's never had to do before. But but I, I think you know. Up until then, if you kind of just you know erase the right tackle stuff, and even again, I don't even think you need to, but I, I do think that it's not necessarily the best data point for yep. how he's going to do on the left side. I, I think that you you will come to find that every year that we've had Tyron Smith out there and healthy, he's continued to play at a very high level, yep. better, much better than average, much you know, much better than just replaceable. Uh, and so, like, yeah, I think that you have a, a player that you should be deploying out there. Just because he's not, you know, maybe an all pro anymore, doesn't mean that he isn't an extremely very good football player. Last thing on Tyron before we move on. Yeah.
2: Again, I'm I'm knocking on word as hard as I can here, but is this the healthiest he's been in several years? Because it seems like every other year he was coming off like a major neck injury or surgery or a major knee injury or there was a foot, you know, issue that was bothering him, bothering him because he missed. Well, almost yep. all of the 2020 season with an injury. He missed most of the end of the 2021 season with an injury. He finished 2022 healthy. He's been participating in every single OTA in minicamp practice. I got to believe that
0: this is the best he's felt in a while. Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, I think we we could talk about last year too, because I think even last year before the injury, you saw him be being as about at that point, the healthiest he had been in a long time. Right. And, and, and gotten an opportunity. And I think what you saw in training camp, and, and I think this is kind of getting lost because all we remember now is the injury and him laying on the, in the on the yeah. turf and the star uh, was that in, in, in Oxnard, he was having a great camp, you know, and, 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 and was looked healthy. It looked good. I tend to think that, yes, I mean obviously he suffers the injury and he's dealt with all yeah. that and he's come on the other end. But again, coming like you said, he finished the year healthy. He's he's he didn't have to miss or or he's not having to deal with a surgery recovery or cleanup or anything any of that stuff. So the fact is that he's coming in healthy, he's playing the position that he knows again. Uh and if he can get through all of this without, you know, having any setbacks and have a clean training camp, I mean that's, you know, again. Knock Man, on all know. the wood around here. Uh, I, I yeah I think he will come into the season with the opportunity to be as healthy as he's been yeah. in a long time. I, I think that was what we were hoping for last year before he had I mean honestly what could only be described as a total freak injury on the turf so
2: yeah I'm, I'm expecting Tyron to play well when he's out there. I, 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 there's just no way that you can bet on him to play 17 games anymore yeah but I, yeah. but I do think going into training camp, this is probably the most optimistic I've felt about him in a long time because he's not having some serious injury that he's having to kind of overcome. There's, there's no nagging issue going on anymore.
0: And Go ahead. To, put, to put words on it, and, and I think we've been dancing around this more than uh, – saying it specifically, there's an opportunity that the replacement for Tyron Smith, if he goes down, is better than Tyron Smith. You know, and I, I think that's something. I still think it's small, though, to be honest. But, 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 I, but, but the point is, is that I don't think that's a possibility that th- that that has ever come up before. Never. You know, like Never. this is the one of the first times that you feel like, oh, okay, the contingency plan it may be as good and eventually better than than what the yes. original plan is, and I think that's what gives us a lot of confidence in this. All right,
2: let's talk about the other offensive tackles on the roster, and including Terrence Steele, who could start at right tackle, could start at left guard, could be on the bench. We'll do get to that next.
0: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: All right, Lane, let's run through some of these other offensive tackles on the, the Cowboys roster. Terrence Steele coming back from the injury. The Cowboys are being careful here. They're not rushing him, but are you just going to assume that he's going to be the week one starting right tackle?
0: I, I hate that we have we – whenever we talk about the tackles, we always kind of spend all this time on Tyron. And really the most interesting situation is the Terrence Steele situation, yeah. right? Because yeah. I, I – and mean, then listen, if they don't start him at right tackle, what are we doing here, guys? I agree. What are we doing? Like seriously, he was – at times before he got injured, he was the best run blocking tackle probably in football.
2: The the, the only and, re- way you don't start him at right tackle is if he's just not healthy,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, if he's not ready yet. And if that's the case, then they, they have contingency plans that they're going to you know put in place. Yeah. But if he's healthy, why are we having a conversation? I have to I believe he's improved his, his pass protection a little bit because every single year this dude has been in the league, he's improved in a way that most of us don't anticipate. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think that he is being... Not poorly treated because I don't know that that's necessarily what's happening inside the locker room. I think it's all on the outside. Yeah. Uh, But I think that, 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 that uh, the, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? The, uh, the reports of his demise are greatly exaggerated because I, I I, I think he's one of the most talented players on this team. uh, And I think the Cowboys probably view him that way as well.
2: I think you and I are in agreement that they're going to open the season with Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard, Terrence Steele at right tackle and then just depending on how injuries and how everything shakes out, you'll probably see Tyler Smith at left tackle and Terrence Steele at right tackle. I'm hoping for not very much of the season, but at least a part of the season. Now, what's really interesting is what's going on behind yeah. these three guys, yeah. right? Uh, because they're kind of still searching for options. Josh Ball, who was a right tackle for them last year, has kicked inside to guard. We'll see how that goes. I'm not very optimistic there, uh, but well, let's go playing right tackle and left guard now, which I find fascinating. Uh, they've got Chuma Yadoga who they signed from the uh, Atlanta Falcons playing left guard and left tackle. Who is the backup swing tackle or the swing tackle for this team?
0: I, I think that the term swing tackle may be something that is kind of gone the way of the Dodo uh, at this point, I, yes. or at least on this team. Right. Yeah. Um, I, t- I obviously, as we've discussed, Tyler Smith is the backup for Tyron Smith. Um, and that's that's pretty obvious, like uh, that they are going to use any. <laughs> I think they want Tyler Smith to play tackle, but they realize that in order to get Tyron Smith on the field, they have to play him at tackle, right? Yeah. So any opportunity, if Tyron is injured or anything, they're, they're not upset about kicking Tyler outside. not outside. at all. Now, on the right side, things are different, right? Because you don't want to kick Tyler out there. I don't think they would do that.
2: I honestly uh, – and that's what's interesting. I wonder what would happen if Terrence Steele wasn't ready. Is it ready? Or or just got hurt like midseason, like week four.
0: He twists his knee and he's out four weeks. That's what I want to know what happens. Do you want to know what I think happens? Go ahead. I think Tyron Smith plays right tackle and they play Tyler Smith at left tackle. That would be my guess as well.
2: Now, I would say I think long-term or even short-term, right, for like multiple games, I think that's when Tyron plays – right tackle but if it's in game and you need them for like a drive I think that's when it's Matt well let's go playing right tackle
0: yeah and that's I think the, the other thing that the, the name that we need to mention here that I think is kind of in the the area of, of influence here that could change that plan right is if what let's go comes in and and has improved quite a bit uh, and, and maybe then what you 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 do is exactly what you said you, you bring him to the game he's he's your game day backup tackle right And if, you know, if you can find a way to kind of keep uh, uh, everyone healthy, then you don't have to worry about it. But if something happens to Steele during the game, then you have the opportunity to uh, uh, put him in there if you have to give him some experience. And then if it's a long-term injury and and like you said, like, you know, oh, he's, he's got an uh, MCL or, you know, a sprained knee or something, that's when you start looking at the more kind of contingency plans. You see what you've got in go yeah. in that game. If he performs well, hey, maybe you give him another opportunity to start the next game, but you also have a contingency plan in case, yeah. in case you need to quickly pull him off stage with a cane because uh, he's being booed by the audience. So I, I do think that you know, Walesko is going to get opportunities to uh, hang himself, right, uh, to, to, mm-hmm. to, to go out there and fail uh, early if there's injuries. And, and I, I think that the same sort of situation will happen in training camp um, if they if we get to if we get to Oxnard, Steele's not quite ready. I have to imagine that they'll play it safe with Steele. Uh, so there's a very good chance that Woletska is going to get a lot of snaps. As he should, uh, as, as he should. And I think as, you know the same goes for. Um, I think the same goes for Asim as well. Uh, for Awesome, I'm sorry, yeah, I keep awesome, thinking it's awesome, Asim, but Richards. it's Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it, I think that Awesome will get an opportunity if. They do kind of move Tyron around to to the right side to to kind of facilitate that. Maybe they do that a little bit in training camp to see if yep. if that's a fit for when if Terrence is not around, uh, and then you probably will see Awesome get opportunities. Uh, at left tackle or at left guard when they kick Tyler out. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of moving parts. And then uh, Adogba obviously plays into this as well as part of the tackle. So, you know, it could be anything from the swing tackle is, oh, Tyron moves left to right, and then Tyler swings out, and then yeah. Adogba goes into left guard. It could be Adogba going to left tackle, Tyron going to right tackle. I mean, I, I lot think – A lot of moving the, parts here. Which is why you're seeing them all kind of rotate and practice all yeah. these positions is because they ultimately truly do want to get the best five. All
2: right. Two quick questions before we head out. We we mentioned a lot of names right there, but we didn't mention some of the down roster guys, including Avante Collins, or yeah. Bostic Jr. from Kansas, who they signed. Uh, anybody there really stand out as like a guy that you're excited to see during training camp and preseason?
0: Um, as far as immediately, look, we, we talked about awesome. I, I think Bostic is a guy that is this year's. Well, let's go. Like, Probably. I mean, he's just. He's just going to be a red shirt. He's just very, very raw. They he need needs,
2: him to be on the practice squad all yeah. year uh, long.
0: Uh, I think uh, T.J. Bass is a guy that we've discussed before. He's more of an interior guy, I think. So we'll probably discuss him more tomorrow. Played um, at tackle though at Oregon. Yeah. So, he, Oregon. so he, he. I always people the, the commenters <laughs> always love when I mispronounce. He, uh, Northwest your, states, your northeastern accents. Uh, yeah, I also think that there's a couple other guys. There's Alex Taylor, who's a guy that they brought in. I think uh, halfway Cleveland. through the season yep. last year, kind of a, another guy that's sort of a, a, a you know, an upside play. He's got a nasty temperament, and he's, he's mm-hmm. got some athleticism to him. And then I, you know, I think we've talked about the fact that that you know Josh Ball will probably continue to get some looks at tackle. I I would think at certain points we'll see Chuma Adoga Adoga, uh, get uh, opportunities to play some snaps there as well. Though I think he will mostly be a guard. Um, You know, they're they're going to move a lot of these folks uh, kind of around, and, and especially with the tackle position um they like playing those guys inside and out there's, yeah. there's definitely going to be a, a class of folks that we'll talk about tomorrow that are only interior yes. folks yes but I, I for all the tackles it feels like you're gonna probably at least take a couple snaps inside oh, gosh, because yeah. they, they want to try all these tackles out of guard as well
2: last thing any interest in bringing bringing jason peters back or is that kind of gone now that you brought back tyron smith
0: Oh no, i I think he's still on in the Rolodex. you know, I just don't think that there's any interest in that right now. What the, the, probably what happens is that <laughs> neither is the, the, I can guarantee it yeah, I think I think they probably because that was, hey, can you are you still in enough shape that you can get into shape when we need yep. you? Like you know, just like a, a kind of phone call situation just yep. to kind of keep tabs with them, and then you know, just a break glass in case of emergency, you Hard know damn. so uh, I think that's that's what kind of makes again. Gives you a little bit more confidence. I think that's the, uh, floor, the situation right? overall. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah,
2: and and I think the Cowboys. know he's not a long term solution. I mean, when I mean long term, like you're not going to start him all season long. But if you need to get through like two games with him at left tackle, you could do that.
0: Steele's not ready for game. Now let's say let's say this. Steele gets hurt like you know week five or something. Like I said, short term, two week injury, three week injury. You get well. Let's go out there. He doesn't perform the way you want to. I think you could have a decision to be made. Do we want to move Tyron Smith over or do we sign Jason or, Peters to come and in? And especially right if right you don't
2: feel good about your guard depth and you're just like, hey, Tyler Smith is finally st- settling into left guard. Let's just bring Peters in for two weeks and then we'll reassess yep. after the buy or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Especially if it's like, yeah, like a longer than one game, but short term injury. Exactly. I, it would make a lot of sense to just bring him in and have him start for a couple of games.
2: All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen of the day. Every dayers, on tomorrow's show. We're going to talk about the interior offensive line. What does Zach Martin have left? Is he still all-pro caliber player? Should the Cowboys sign Tyler Biotis to a contract extension? Who is the favorite to start at left guard? If it's not Tyler Smith, we'll be discussing it all tomorrow, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, go follow our show on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.